No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible. This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schaap. As we speak, this week, the 100th anniversary of the formation of the Negro National League is being celebrated, particularly at the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum in Kansas City, Missouri. There's been an exhibit there for the last year celebrating the history and the rich traditions, the legacy of the Negro Baseball Leagues, of course, where so many Brilliant African-American players plied their talents before the integration of Major League Baseball in the 20th century by Jackie Robinson in 1947 with the Brooklyn Dodgers. One of the remarkable aspects of the exhibit taking place are a series of oil portraits of prominent players from the Negro Baseball Leagues by the artist who joins us now, Greg Kreinler. Greg, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. Greg, you you paint uh, these remarkable uh, these remarkable oil portraits and scenes from baseball's history. How did uh, how did a fine artist such as yourself choose baseball as his primary topic? Well, uh, you know what? It kind of started with my dad's baseball card collection. Um, you know, when I was very little, uh, he. Uh, he grew up, uh, you know, in the 40s and 50s and collected baseball cards, as, you know, most kids his age did. And uh, his mother uh, summarily threw most of them out, like most mothers did. I, I had that experience. Well, mine's a little more complicated, but it's, it's the same general story, yeah. Yeah, same same kind of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was able to hold on to a few of them. And I guess when I was younger, I kind of discovered them. And, and you know, he used to tell me about the players that he watched and – and loved, you know, Mickey Mantle, Yogi Berra. He was a Yankees fan. Still is a Yankees fan. And uh, that's why you're Greg, but G R A I G, exactly. as in the third baseman, Greg. Now you're the only two G R A I Gs I think I've ever heard of, Gregs. It's oh wow, <laughs> there are not many of us. <laughs> not many. We're speaking with Greg Kreinler, the artist, um, the baseball artist, uh, remarkably gifted painter. At this point in time, 230 portraits of his are being exhibited at the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, it's a spectacular museum, and it's celebrating right now the 100th anniversary of the formation of the Negro National League, which was organized by Rube Foster in 1920, in February 1920. Of course, Negro Leagues existed before 1920, but that was the formation of the preeminent uh uh, Black Baseball League, the Negro National League in 1920. And there are 230, it's 230 portraits you've done, right? They're five by seven. They're amazing. How long does it take to paint 230 portraits? Oh, man. Uh, well, the project was about uh, two and a half to three years long. So, yeah, it, it, it took a while. Uh, each painting took, you know, probably at least five to six hours. But, you know, some were 10 hours, 12 hours. But then the research that goes into each painting, that can usually <laughs> that can usually go past 
you know, any painting time that uh, I put at the easel. And some of these players, of course, are, are very prominent figures known by all true fans of the games, whether it's a Josh Gibson or a Buck Leonard or a James Cool Papa Bell or an Oscar Charleston. But some are, are more uh, obscure. How were these players chosen as your subjects? Uh, well, the the fellow who put the uh, who put the show together, the guy who commissioned it all, uh, Jay Caldwell, he he kind of had a vision for uh, this thing. You know, not only representing the the stars of the Negro Leagues and you know the outsider leagues, but uh, but also you know kind of the role players or, or people who had interesting stories in, in one way or another. And I think the scope of it, he just kind of wanted to to show you know, a slice of everything, if that makes sense. We're speaking with the artist Greg Kreinler about um, his paintings, which are now being exhibited starting this week in celebration of the 100th anniversary of the formation of the Negro National League. They're being exhibited at the Negro League's Baseball Museum. It is in Kansas City, uh, Missouri, correct? <laughs> correct, yes. It is. Okay, I'm, I'm not being facetious. The museum is in Kansas City, Missouri. I think it's been open for about... 10 years or so, um, and they do great, great work at the museum celebrating the rich heritage of African-American baseball predating the integration of the game in 1947. I'm looking now at your Twitter feed at a portrait of the great Buck O'Neill, um, who was one of the better players in the Negro Leagues uh, in its waning days, and then, of course, became... Um, kind of an uh, an eloquent uh, historian of the leagues and spokesperson for the leagues later in life and uh, was among the key figures in Ken Burns's documentary on baseball it's a, it's a it's a great portrait um obviously uh you know none of your subjects were sitting for you most of them are no longer with us uh how did you go about uh, finding the photographs that you would model your oil portraits after well, luckily, I, I do have a lot of friends who are, you know, into collecting people who are in the memorabilia industry, and they were able to help with a lot of those players. But, you know, it just it took a lot of digging, you know, whether it was uh, old newspapers or, or books or, uh, you know, whatever. I, I just I kind of went to basically every length I could to find images of some of these guys, and it was definitely not easy these uh you know the negro leagues were not uh as well documented visually as uh as the white leagues so it it was just kind of tough kind of finding the look of this history and trying to get it right is is there a way i mean i i, I don't know much about portraiture but obviously it's more than just um it, 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 it's it's about finding a depth to the subjects that goes beyond the physical uh, characteristics of whoever it is you're painting. And when you're when you're painting legendary figures such as a Josh Gibson or an Oscar Charleston or a Satchel Paige, whose personalities are even well known um, these days, uh, long after their deaths, how do you imbue those portraits with something beyond just what they look like? Well, it's. Uh, you know, I think what I what I would try to do, or what I did try to do, is you know I would read up on on each painting on, or on each you know subject I was painting, and I I try to kind of internalize, I guess the character that that they were, or at least from you know what accounts tell us, and I I kind of 
I, I hope that some of that kind of gets imbued into the painting. You know, it's kind of an intangible thing, I find. Um, I think my main concern was actually just trying to to depict them, you know, kind of accurately or as accurately as possible. So, so you're giving the viewer kind of a look at what these guys actually looked like and you're showing them that they were real people that, you know, breathe the same air that, that we actually breathe. So it's, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like I'm trying to act like a, a visual reporter, if that makes sense. I'm just kind of showing what, what life was like and what it was like. We're speaking with Greg Kreinler, the oil portrait painter. Uh, if you want to look at some of these, it, it's, it's always challenging having a radio segment about something visual like a photograph or a painting. But, but if any of you want to see some of these great paintings and, and they're beautiful, you can go to Greg's uh, Twitter account. It's just Greg, G-R-A-I-G, Kreinler, K-R-E-I-N-D-L-E-R on Twitter. That's his Twitter handle. And, and I think you have a website as well. And I'm looking now at um, your portrait of the great Leroy Satchel Page. He's not wearing a Kansas City Monarchs, or I think he also pitched for the Pittsburgh Crawfords uniform. He's got the Bs, and that's that stands for what, Greg? Uh, well, the Bs are just the Birmingham Black Barons, and basically, I, I did, I think I did about sixteen portraits of Satchel in you know sixteen different uniforms because, as you had mentioned, he pitched with uh, with the Crawfords and the Monarchs and a bunch of other teams. There were actually there were actually more teams that I could not find images of him pitching with than there were <laughs> of ones that I could. So, uh, you know, there are 16 portraits. There probably could have been about 50. What did it mean to you to be part of this celebration at the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum in Kansas City? Uh, well, I mean, to say, to say that it's an honor, it doesn't really do that word justice. I mean, the fact that I can be involved in anything like this to, to celebrate you know, not not just the Negro Leagues, but uh, you know, not not just its impact on, on baseball, but just you know, in the country as a whole, in the world as a whole, you know, in civil rights, it's it's just something that you know I'm going to look back on years from now, and I, I think it's going to be one of you know the absolute highlights of my career and and my life, and you know, the fact that that Jay, the the guy who put it together, Jay Caldwell, he the fact that you know he wanted me to do this and that he kind of was the architect behind it. He and Bob Kendrick and Ray Doswell. It's just, it's just, I think it's something that's, that's kind of magical. And I think it's just so important to kind of show people that these, these guys, these old names, you know, that they, that they were real, that they were real people. And, and things back then were, were very different. Greg Kreinler's portraits of 230 figures from Negro Leagues Baseball are on display at the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum in Kansas City starting this week. They're really remarkable, Greg, and they're just bursting with vitality. Beautiful. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a pleasure having you on the show, and thank you for this great work. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate you having me on. I'm Jeremy Schapp. And you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time.